Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. Good morning. Thanks for joining us on Breakfast. And it's time for our Biz How To segment. If you're running a business, chances are you might have wondered how to get more exposure or publicity for your company. Well, as public relations or PR professionals might say, media coverage plays a vital role when firms want to make a particular announcement or just get their name out there. So this is a big deal sometimes for especially smaller enterprises who want to succeed. So how can businesses successfully garner media coverage? Well, for that, we're joined by Yvonne Lee. She is the founder of PR firm Tate Anza. Good morning, Yvonne. How are you doing today? Hey Ryan, good morning. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing great as well, Yvonne. Now, let's get started. So you're the expert in this and you help a lot of businesses get media publicity, coverage, and they come from all sectors, all sizes and different backgrounds. So when you look at some of the considerations on what makes a, uh, I guess, good story to get into the media space, what is the most vital out there? Well, many considerations come to mind when we embark on media pitching and trying to help our clients get their brand and story out. Uh, Some of these aspects would include what is your real key announcement? Who is your target audience? Which credible media platform should this story be carried? Mm. Is your spokesperson even ready? But I think the key point that always guides us and we ask ourselves is, why does your story matter? Why does this announcement matter? And taking that beyond it is how does this benefit the public, your target audience, your niche audience? I think with this as your North Star, the rest of the pitching will fall into place. Yeah, so I think that is important to note, right? And if you take a step back, why should businesses consider getting media coverage instead of maybe an advertisement or just paying for paid content? (laughs) I think the beauty and really the benefit of public relations, they're looking at it from a long-term game. You're building your brand awareness, your brand credibility, and your brand love. And this does not happen overnight. Advertisement will get you that instant uh, call to action immediately, but PR, public relations, it's really about long-term brand building. So it is something that we constantly um, advise our clients to really focus on because you're able to tell your story and working with the media, especially credible media, it gives you that third-party endorsement beyond what advertisements can do. Yeah, I think they call it earned media. So you That's have right. that uh, additional points to bank in when it comes to goodwill and reputation in wherever you're trying to sell. So that's a, I guess, bonus if you can get your media coverage earned um, organically, so they, spe- so they say. Right. So if we look at some of the things out there, the events that businesses run, right? How mm. difficult is it sometimes to get that media coverage? What are some of the obstacles that get in the way when they want to pitch to media? Um, obstacles that get in the way, there are really many. Um, sometimes the events that companies come up with, they are very internal facing, for example, mm. like anniversary dinners, D&Ds. And I think if you are trying to leverage such events to try to get coverage, that proves to be a challenge. But it's not all impossible. There are ways to tackle this. So I think at the end of the day, sometimes when we work with companies, it's, if the goal is to get media coverage, to really build brand credibility, mm. then plan your event and announcement in mind, making sure it's aligned to your company's overall objectives. Perhaps companies should try pegging a news announcement to your internal event. It could be the yeah, form of a, a formation point. of a new committee. It could be investment of certain funds or donations to help contribute to perhaps Singapore's sustainability journey, or perhaps even inviting special guests. 
internationally established industry leaders to come and be part of the opening ceremonies. These are all little uh, avenues that can help you elevate and raise the news point of your event. Yeah, that's a very good point, Yvonne. So let's paint a bit of an example. Let's say mm. I am going to be launching a bubble tea shop next month and I want my media coverage and I want it to appear in the Straits Times, Business Times and everywhere in media. What should I you know, be thinking of? Hmm, I love bubble tea. This will be an interesting, interesting brief to put together. They should get a story, right? Yes, of course they should get a story. But we need to also keep in mind, I think it's a two sides. Companies need to know what matters to the media. At the same time, companies should understand, firstly understand the media, what will make them interested. Mm. There are plenty of bubble tea shops out there. There are also many, many news announcements. Uh, why would the media want to carry this brand new bubble tea shop news story when there are diamond dozen around in the streets? So I think first and foremost, it's not about sending a press release or inviting them down to come and have a sip of this fantastic new bubble tea, but really putting together a plan. What, what makes your bubble tea shop so special in Singapore, for mm. example, compared to the rest? What makes it stand out? Why should consumers care? Is it some special formula? Is it zero sugar? And then the, the next step is really tapping onto the right media platforms. Straight signs, yes, everyone wants to land, land a straight signs most of the time, but is that where your target audience is? If your target audience are really the Gen Zs, um, then perhaps it's looking at straight signs online, for example, not perhaps not the print, looking at other lifestyle uh, websites, social websites that where your target audience is. So there are really a lot of considerations uh, that one should keep in mind when trying to launch a product or a, a brand. Right. We're in conversation with Yvonne Lee. She is the founder of PR firm Te Anza. And when you look at the balancing act that you might have to manage, sometimes the business oh. wants to say something, but the media wants something else. How do you balance that relationship between the two when you might not get you know, everyone on the same page? Uh, that's always a tough challenge, uh, but it's one that can be navigated easily with really careful planning. Both aspects are important. But our clients' business interests, their objectives, their key message they want to put out is important. But at the same time, also, it's very important to also understand where the media is coming from. Um, they need to know we need to know what will their readers and listeners want to know. How will this news story help in their engagement rate and conversion onto their platform? So I think it's really a dance. It's a mutual understanding. How we really work this out is business should first and foremost identify in their time in identifying their value propositions and really crafting their key messages around that. Beyond saying what they want to say, mm. um, they also need to substantiate with key proof points or what we call as examples to illustrate that message. It's challenging when you say, I want to help SMEs, but in your company and the products that you have, you have nothing to substantiate their message. So in this case, we really work closely with the business to help them craft examples or even sometimes initiate these examples, uh, be it through a new initiative or partnership. And this could, will also help us convince the media, even if the the announcement may not be as strong as we think it is. So it's really a two-way balance. And I also think it's going beyond that and reaching out to the media in advance, letting them know the story that we have to tell. And this is where good, good media relations come in. You don't just pitch a story. It's sometimes really a negotiation and a discussion. Mm. What can help the media really tell our story even better. And this could be, it's not just a story that happens on a Monday. We could probably work one, two weeks in advance to make sure we are able to discuss 
and come up with something that's beneficial both to the company as well as to the media. And that's when you form a good story. Yeah, it sounds like a lot happens behind the scenes having you yes. to figure out what is the best story that involves a lot of discussion and maybe even interviewing yourself um, with the spokespersons. And talking about spokespersons, sometimes they are not as media savvy as we hope them to be. And you get into a bit of a situation where you might have to well, have a bad interview having to salvage it. What's the best mm-hmm. way to follow up in that sense if you have a spokesperson who does not execute his key messages or perform as well as you hope? Is there a way to save a so-called bad interview? Yes, definitely. But... Let's not try to get there. When we plan, I think planning is so important. So media training, making sure your spokesperson is ready, uh, that is extremely important because perhaps if it is a live interview like what we are doing now, mm. if, you say, you, if you were to say something wrong, there's no way we can, okay, let's cut that. Can we redo this? So we want to always make sure that you always make sure that your spokesperson is always ready, game on to be able to say okay. what you need them to say and to engage. However, and at the same time, it is also making sure that you protect your spokesperson. Do not put him or her in situations where they will feel uncomfortable. If they're not comfortable with a live interview yet, let's go with print first. Where Let them start building up that confidence because mm. at the end of the day, they are the face of the business. You want to make sure that they look good. And when they do, they, it also it also instills confidence from the audience and also with the media. They will be a suitable spokesperson that the media will want to come back again and again. But, Ryan, as you said, if the scenario happens where it, perhaps it's an interview and things are taken on the record and the spokesperson did say something wrongly, if we are able to, it's really like what I mentioned earlier, that close media relations that either your Copcom team has or your PR agency has to really talk to the media and tell them that, hey, this portion that was mentioned, um, actually it's not accurate. Is it possible to cut that out, remove it? This is actually what our spokesperson means. So I think, yes, there are a lot of ways we can do it and obviously we try our best make sure a good story comes out that protects the businesses. Yeah, so I've, I'm sure you've gone through many of these scenarios before and ahead of these preparations, events and all the press releases you have to prepare. Now, what are some of the typical mistakes that people make or companies make when it comes to getting ready for a media interview? Um, mistakes that people commonly make. I would say in this day and age, the communications landscape, it's really getting a lot more mature. Uh, many companies actually are very well informed and very agile in what really needs to be done to get a good story. But one common mistake, I would say, or actually an assumption, is that your news story is the most important news of the day. Mm. Perhaps launching that bubble tea shop is the most important and biggest I news think that's so. happening in Singapore, right? <laughs> but And that there are no competing events and announcements. So you plan everything super well to the last detail. But... On the day itself, media doesn't show up to your event. <laughs> yeah. Media coverage ends up being very dismal despite all the investment. And you sit there wondering why and blaming your agency maybe. But the way we work, like I mentioned earlier, is to never leave anything to chance. Uh, a tip, I would say, it's rather than having that assumption that this is the bigger story, really be aware of what's happening around um, your new story around in that very similar industry. Is there a bubble tea conference happening at the same week? You never know that is going to get get all the media attention over to the conference. So a tip would be to leverage your existing media relationships to get a sense mm. check of your upcoming announcement. Work way in advance, book their time in advance, pre-pitch your stories on embargo. It gives yourself and the media time to really work things out. And when you do this, 
and you realize along the way that the outcome may not be as good as you imagine it to be, you still have time to recalibrate, uh, change your strategy somehow and ensure a successful yeah, outcome. On, on the point, should a company be thinking about having a campaign instead of having a one-off media hit? Yes, definitely. I think it's really long-term. Uh, when we talk about public relations and brand building and brand reputation, it is not a one-hit wonder. I think it depends at the end of the day, what is your business objective? Perhaps you're launching just a bubble tea pop-up. Then yes, it's a one-hit wonder. I want to sell 500,000 cups this weekend and that's it. Close shop. We are done for the day. But I think many businesses do not work this way. They're having a long-term perspective about increasing the number of uh, consumers having more bubble tea shops around the island. So I think when this comes into play, it's really a long-term perspective. Um, and it's also in today's day and age, we live in this era of recommendation where we are also bombarded by ads, for example, media coverage, recommendations from friends on Instagram, on TikTok. We are a very sophisticated audience and we rely on many sources of information before we make a decision and build a perception. So we do really do encourage businesses to see things in an integrated manner. Media coverage is actually just one of the ways, and a very good way actually, to help you achieve your objective. But see other communication platforms and tools as well. Yeah, just to wrap things up quickly, Yvonne, um, when we have media coverage, how do you figure out the value of it? You know, what was a successful media pitch or the type of um, quality of media coverage you're getting? Oh, this is a good question. In the past, Ryan, I'm sure you're familiar, it's always about what is that ad value? What is that PR value? How much does this uh, story actually cost if we were to buy an ad? Uh, but increasingly, we're not seeing that anymore. At the end of the day, PR coverage, it's effective, it's good if it helps businesses achieve their business objectives. So I think it's laying out all these objectives very clearly right from the start and then calculating and seeing how the media coverage actually helps. Uh, if I could just share one example, in the past, I'm not going to share the name of the client, but there was no marketing outreach at all. It is for a B2B client. And the strategy was, let's do one simple exclusive story on this launch of this new initiative that will help B2B businesses. Um, and so it was just that one story, nothing else was done. When we look back and we actually speak to the client, after that story came out, uh, did you get business leads? Mm. They did. And it far exceeded what they were expecting to. And the only attributable source, it's really that media story that comes out. So there are times and ways that we can measure this, but it's also homework on your end to really talk to the business entities to make sure that they are able to also provide you with the data. And at Tate, like how we really help measure and evaluate success is really by three R's. Uh, we look at coverage with the first R, reach. Are we reaching the right people? How many of these right people are we reaching out to? The second one is relevance. We talk about key messages. Is the coverage that we're getting scoring the right key message? Are we saying our story correctly? Are we landing it? And the final third R is resonance. How is the public, how are your stakeholders and audiences responding to our news audiences? And we track that by looking at perhaps uh, the social media engagement rate, for example. So it's really a whole ecosystem on how we calculate the effectiveness of coverage. All right, that's a great overview of how to get business coverage for your business. We've been with Yvonne Lee. She is the founder of PR firm Te Anza. Yvonne, thank you so much for your time. Have a great day ahead. You too. Thanks, Ryan. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.